the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Hello, this is Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show to all of those listening around the world. I say around the world because our home base is the Self-Improvement Blog. That's the Self-Improvement Blog. And we have so many visitors from Russia, China, the UK, Australia, that I wonder if some of you are also listening to the radio show. And I'd love it if you'd go to the blog's contact page and just send me a little note saying, hey, I'm in Australia and I I heard you and uh, whatever you think about the show, we won't talk about that right now. But I'd I'd just love to know where uh, my listeners are. Uh, It's exciting to me to see that you're looking at the blog and it would be even more exciting to know that you're listening to the show. And isn't it a marvel of, of technology that we can even do this? I'm old enough to remember when... If you made a a telephone call to some other country, you were lucky, number one, if you got it through. The connection was probably bad, and it cost you an arm and a leg. And now we can sit in Arizona and talk to somebody in Boston and be heard in China or Russia or Australia or the U.K. Quite quite a wonderful um, piece of progress. It's beautiful here in Arizona today, really crisp this morning, and now this afternoon it's in the 70s. My guest is in Boston, and she'll tell us a little bit about that, uh, what Boston's like today. I want to thank Alice Cooper for No More Mr. Nice Guy. That's our theme song. And the reason, as I've said before, that we chose that is because you'll find that when you're doing a lot of work in self-improvement, getting to know who you are, taking your power back, you begin to realize it's okay to say no and to step out on your own. And sometimes... Others around you don't like that, and they think, hmm, she or he's not so nice anymore, but it's a good thing, and when you hear that song, just realize that you're making a lot of progress when you can stand up and say, no, thanks, uh, thanks, but no, I don't think I can do that. We're looking for sponsors, so if some of you have caught the idea and the excitement of this show, we'd love to have you be a part of it. I'd love to I'll plug you mercilessly and shamelessly on this show. So if you're interested in being a sponsor, call me or write me at the Self-Improvement blog or contact Scott Duffy at Voice America. We've now finished Halloween. We've finished Thanksgiving. I hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We certainly did. 
way too much food. We're still trying to recover from the food. We still have some leftovers in the refrigerator. We're already into Hanukkah, and Christmas is really right around the corner. I know some of you have finished your shopping. Some of you haven't started. Just take a deep breath up when you think about it. Relax a little bit and give yourself time and space and permission to enjoy the holidays. I love Christmas. I I'm always amused and amazed at the people who are Grinches because Christmas to me is still as much fun as it was when I was a kid. I love every bit of it. Next week's guest is going to be <clears throat> Eric Putnam. We're going to be talking about coaching kids. Eric has developed a, um, the Independence Behavioral Coaching uh, Program to help parents and help teachers work with their children who have behavior problems. I think it's a show those of you who work with children in any way really would want to hear. So, you know, next week be sure to tune in or catch us um, in the archives. Today's guest is a delight. I am so excited about having Cindy Lochran here with us. She has always had a passion for helping other people, and she turned that into a coaching career. Now she's recognized as one of Boston's top 10 coaches by the Women's Business, by Women's Business Boston. That was in 2007. She's contributed to national trade and business journals. She's been in, on a number of talk shows uh, sharing her knowledge and her expertise, her experience on topics such as emotional intelligence. I'd love to talk a little bit about that if we have time today. Work-life balance, personal empowerment, leadership, and her specialty is change. And heaven knows that we're in enough change these days. Change is happening at a pace like it's never happened before, and she's our expert on change. She has a degree in communication studies from the University of Vermont. She's a certified professional coach, a certified group coach, principal of CBL Associates, and founder and president of New Leaf Touchstone. <clears throat> and we'll talk more about that. She has a couple of articles on the blog right now, on the first page of the blog, which I really would encourage you to read. One is Dancing with Your Gremlins. It's today's featured article. And another one, I love this title, You're Perfect, Now Change. Um, lovely stuff, very meaningful articles. I encourage you to take a look at them. It's really such a delight and such a pleasure for me to welcome you on the show, Cindy, my guest, Cindy Lochran. Oh, Irene, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And, and uh I love having you introduce me. I feel very special. <laughs> you are very special. You're a very special lady. Tell us what's going on in Boston. It's cold, it's snowy, well, it's hot. It's know, what's happening there. It's not hot. I, I <laughs> wish I could tell you it was hot. Um, you know, it's a crisp, clear day. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, I just heard that the uh, upstate New York or western New York area is being inundated with snow. And um, we, my family and I, just came back through there. We spent Thanksgiving out uh, with some friends in Detroit and drove out and then uh, drove back through Buffalo. And I just um, discovered that, you know, if it had been today that we'd been trying to get back, we, not, we, we would not be doing it. So. 
Oh, I'm glad um, you made it yeah. back. We made it back. <laughs> we made it back. But it's absolutely beautiful. It's one of my favorite kinds of days where it's cool and crisp, but bright, 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 sunny. Lovely. Hard to be in a bad mood today. Uh, it's kind of hard to be in a bad mood these days anyway. It's, yeah, yeah. Bad I, moods don't pay off particularly. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. We're really the only ones that suffer. Nobody else <laughs> does. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, a little bit about your family, so we know who you are as a person, as a woman. Sure, sure. Um, well, I am in a suburb of Boston, and I was born and raised in this area, left for a little while, and then came back. And You don't uh, sound like Boston. I don't. Um, you know, there are certain areas around Boston, closer to the city, where most people have Boston accents, and often more north of the city. And um, my dad is from actually from Boston. My mother grew up in New York City, and um, I, my husband is from New York. So I guess I just have um, escaped. I guess I'm, I've not developed a Boston accent, and I've traveled a lot in the, within the country. So I. I a lot of people are surprised when they hear me say that I'm from Boston, but indeed I am. And I have um, a wonderful husband and two teenage sons. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if they weren't so cute, I'd kill them. Uh, but they're great. They actually are great, and they are really my greatest teachers. I think marriage and parenting can be very, very humbling experiences and ones which can be great, great learning opportunities as the mirror is put in front of my face pretty regularly. Yes. And uh, I can see what I'm reflecting and, and understand what I need to do in terms of making changes in my own life, in my own way of being, uh, in order to create the loving home that I want to create. So, it's, it's interesting to me that for some reason people who stay home and raise children or even have a career and raise children are considered sometimes a little less than or are looked down on a little bit by those who are really into big-time careers. And I've had career and I've had my family and I can tell you it took more talent, more ability, more endurance, more energy, more creativity to raise a family than it ever took in a career. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite an amazing challenge to be a mom. Well, you know, it, it it is challenging, and it's challenging to do both, and it's particularly challenging when your office is at home. Ah, yes. Um, but you know, it, it really my family, my much of my uh, corporate coaching experience and my family experience is what gives me um, sort of material, if you will, learning opportunities. Um, they are my greatest teachers. They really are. So I have to look at um, what do I need to do in order to create the vision, you know, to live into the vision that I have for my family. And it certainly has given rise to a lot of of work that I've done with myself and with clients around work-life balance. And as your life circumstances change, whether it be because your children uh, grow and have different needs or your um, your marriage situation changes, your work situation changes, you know, you're constantly having to readjust and reacquaint yourself with who you really are because it's easy to get caught up in, you know, some of the things you talked about earlier, in living your life for others and living your life in other people's shadows, according to other people's expectations. 
And through all of that, it's really easy to lose ourselves. I've heard the term more and more lately, reinventing yourself yeah. when, when there's a lot of change yeah. happening in your life. I, I actually like the way you say it um, even better than reinventing. Other reinvention is a wonderful thing. But I, I love the way that you say it, which is about rediscovering yourself. Rediscovering is, Rediscovering, yeah. because I think that what happens is that through all of our different roles that we play in our lives, we lose ourselves. It's, and so rediscovering yeah. and making changes that we want to make in order to kind of realign how we do our lives, how we be and how we, what we do, um, is, is a result of that rediscovery. Absolutely. And as you were speaking, I was thinking, and it's almost time to go to break, so I want to go to break after this thought. To rediscover ourselves, we have to discover ourselves first. We have to know who we are. And on that, we're going to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show, talking to Cindy Loughran. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. In Sue McDaniel's book, I Am Heart, she talks about feelings. Now, Sue is ready to bring her book, blogs, and topics of interest to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. I Am Heart will discuss concepts and ideas that affect all of us and will provide experts and solutions to help everyone. Sue, speaking through I Am Heart, will answer your questions, share your answers, and learn together with you. Each program will have topics you've suggested, homework to learn about yourself, and moments of connection. Tune in to I Am Heart, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. I have a dream. Sometimes it seems that life is just throwing you one obstacle after another. There are many people who have overcome or are overcoming their personal obstacles in order to succeed. Hear them talk about these barriers and how they overcame them on American Dreams, The Sky is the Limit, featuring host Jen Robertson. Jen herself overcame life struggles to become one of the most in-demand motivational speakers in the world today, as well as a best-selling author. Tune in to American Dreams, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon on the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Cindy Lochran. Cindy is a coach par excellence, and her specialty is change. And Cindy, I'd like for you to talk just a little bit about how you got into into coaching and how you came to really focus in on change. Great. Well, um, how did I get into coaching? I've been a coach for so long, and it was... um, it was almost accidental. I think that, as a profession, I, I think, you know, as, as I, you introduced me, I've always been the go-to person. I was the go-to person for my older sisters when I was four. And um, I'm, I'm the brave one. I'm the courageous one, although I don't often feel that way when I look in the mirror. But, um, and so I was in human resources. The part of human resources that I loved was, employee relations and training. The part of human resources that I didn't love was being in the corporate world. Um, there were a lot of reasons why that I, I don't want to spend time going into right now. But um, And so I had the courage uh, or the craziness to just take a leap, and I decided after about 10 years in corporate human resources that I was going to leave industry and I was going to start uh, my own business. And I, I did. And I did it without a great plan. I just did it because it's what felt like I should be doing. And I did training and consulting for a while. And then this new profession, you know, probably 10, 12, 15 years ago, started called coaching. And um, I started to investigate it and realized I was already kind of doing it. And then I went back and got uh, certified through an International Coach Federation certified uh, coach training program, and have been coaching both inside the corporate arena uh, and uh, life coaching for individual clients for mm, 15 years plus. So you're on the front forefront of the whole uh, coaching I, movement. Tell- I did it pretty early, yeah. And what I discovered was that what coaching really is all about is supporting people to make the kinds of changes in their lives that they want to make in order to be more successful and happier and more fulfilled on their terms. How does coaching differ from regular counseling? Well, the way that I differentiate or that that International Coach Federation, professional coaches differentiate coaching and and therapy (laughs) and coaching and counseling is that we really are very behavior-oriented as coaches and very future-oriented. So we're not uh, looking at, we're not qualified to look at how did you get here, you know, what happened in your past, um, how did you get where you are. We start with where a client is and focus on where they want to go. I like that. Yeah, and we assume, and, you know, I there are many of my clients are also in or have at some point been in therapy. Sometimes I recommend that they be in therapy, but for the most part, clients of coaches are healthy, successful um, men and women 
who are stuck in some area of okay. their life. Talk about some of these areas. What what do you see primarily? Is there one particular kind of challenge that you see more than others? Um, you know, I would say that there probably are two that I see. And they aren't necessarily what clients come to coaching with, but it's what is underneath most coaching client issues. And one is balance. And the other is confidence. Uh-huh. So the balance thing is that we get stuck in a rut where we're just working and not paying enough attention to the other aspects of our lives, our health, our spiritual growth, our families, our finances, our physical environments, all of those kinds of things. And we don't have the confidence or give ourselves permission to ask for help, to reach out. And so we do what um, we, we have, uh, what Valerie Young coined as the imposter syndrome. And the imposter syndrome is about faking it and feeling as if, or thinking, feeling like we're faking it, and that any minute now we're going to get find, found out. Yes, yeah, somebody's going to discover that we don't know who we are. That we don't know who we are and that we're not really as good as we're uh, pretending to be and we're supposed to be perfect. Is it easier for people to reach out to a coach than to somebody who's more a psychological counselor? Does, does that seem easier to people who need help? Um. It probably is for some people, Irene. Uh, there are other people who still feel as if coaching is also for the broken, uh, oh. and it's so not true. And, oh, no. You know, I, I, I make the analogy between you know, life coaching or corporate business coaching, executive coaching, as with sports coaching. You have million-dollar athletes who have coaches. Absolutely. You know, who just know, you know, coaching, people who are up for coaching are people who know that they're already great in particular areas of their lives, and there's always room to be better. There's always room to learn something new and do something new. And, you know, my specialty, my focus is on change, and change is, change is not easy. <laughs> Tell me about it's it. It's <laughs> not easy for a lot of reasons, and it certainly isn't something that people, in my opinion, ought to do alone. So, brings the question: Why is change so hard? It could be a great adventure. Why yeah. is it so hard? It is a great adventure, and it's hard. Um, and <laughs> so, you sort of have to think about hard as being a great adventure. But you know, there are a lot of reasons. I think the top three are. Habit, um, and, and I can talk a little bit more about each of them. Habit, okay. there's as equally a compelling reason not to change as there is to change. So we run up into conflicting priorities, so that's the second one. And the third one is fear. So... Okay, let's talk. I, on your blog, you have on one page eight secrets to creating new 
habits. Yep. Can you tell us some of those? Are they so secret that you can't tell us? I'll (laughs) tell you some of them, and then I'm going to have to ask the listeners to go to my website. Uh, Tell them now how they do that. Give them that information. So if you want to get the full eight, you'll go to my website, which is www.newleaftouchstone.com. And if you put your uh, name and email address in, I will send out those eight secrets uh, right away. And so you'll have all eight. But I'll give you a sneak peek. So the first one I talk about in my eight habits, in my eight secrets, is gaining clarity. So how often do we say to ourselves, I'd really like to be happier? I'd really like to have more money. I'd really like to get a different job. And those are all very um, lofty and valuable things to hope for. But until we get really clear about what specific things would make us happy, what kind of job, what kind of skills, what kind of um career might give us satisfaction, until we are clear about how much money is enough or how much money is in our, uh, you know, we want to make or have, we really can't take effective action. And so we swim around in circles of wanting, but we can't really create new behaviors and new habits until we're very clear about what it is we're trying to get to. Absolutely. Do do people have a hard time clarifying that? I mean, everybody wants says, I want to be happy, Mm. um, and I want to be happier. Yeah. Do they have trouble when you're working with them, when when you're first seeing them, identifying what would make them happier or how much is enough? Do they struggle with these kind of things? Is it... Is it something that people can't do easily? Well, it is sometimes a struggle. And so I work with them to help them really break down and isolate. I, I, no, I don't tell them they can only have one thing. But when you're first starting out making a change, I could be getting to secret number two, it's, it's important to prioritize and pick, work on one thing at a time. One of the other things that we do is we try to make too many changes at once and we get overwhelmed. It's like eating the elephant one bite. Eating the whole elephant one bite. You can't do it. And then we set ourselves up to be disappointed, to beat ourselves up, to feel less than, um, and we, we start a downward spiral. So when I start out, I have some processes that I... Uh, work with people on to help them identify one specific area in their life that they might want to change if they don't know, and to help them to do that by identifying some very specific things that they that they believe um, would move them closer to that vision. Now, sometimes they change their mind part way. You know, change is, is a journey. It's not an event. And so sometimes we think we want something, we set our sights, and we get partway down that road, and we realize that's not really it. But, oh, isn't that wonderful when they realize, oh, this is not it. 
And so we mine what's there, and we say, well, okay, great, but let's figure out what did you learn in the process of discovering it's not the right thing. Because no action is a waste of time. Wonderful point, and, and, and the point that it's the journey, not necessarily the destination. Right. Where, where, right. You, where you grow and learn and you know, grab a hold of life. Yep. One of the hardest things about making change is that we operate largely in our lives on autopilot. You know, we do a lot of things out of habit, the way we've always done them. And we do that, uh, you know, that's the good news in some cases because it means we can walk and chew gum at the same time. You know, we don't have to <laughs> yeah. think about everything. Um, you know, we stand at the side of the road and we don't have to say to ourselves, oh, don't forget to look both ways before I, you know, you step out in front of the right. truck. Hold that thought, Cindy. It's time to go to break okay, again. Good. It's time for us to take a short break, but we'll be right back. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Cindy Lochran, for the Self-Improvement Show. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Cotton Radio is a unique program designed for leaders in apparel and retail businesses and college students. Our program will take you inside the cotton industry, including production, design and engineering of cotton fabrics, innovative uses for cotton, and marketing and merchandising products that have made cotton the fiber of choice. Your hosts are Philadelphia University professors Stephen Frumkin, Natalie Nixon, and Neoka Wyatt. Tune in to Cotton Radio on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel, Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific, and rebroadcast weekly on the Voice America Business Channel. To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style. Be the star you are. Never say never. Live your dream. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show, and today we're talking to Cindy Lochran, 
a professional coach who deals specifically with change. We've been talking about habits, and I'd like to continue on this just a little bit. Cindy, what do you do, you know, what, what is your approach to helping people change habits? Because this is not easy. No, it's not. And so let me explain a little bit about my take on habits. So a lot of us think we, that changing habits is really about just having willpower, and it's not. No, it's not. It's really, it's really much bigger than that. So when I think about habits, you know, when, when we do something over and over and over again, there's a physiological effect of that. So there's a groove that gets um, sort of dug into the part of the brain, the, the um, hippocampus, part of the brain that's responsible for memory. And, and that groove help, makes the synapses just flow without thought. And so we behave out of habit uh, because it's easy, because it's what's there. It's the path of le- least resistance. And I liken it to driving a cart path, a dart driving a cart over a path. You know, after a while, that rut in the road gets deeper and deeper, and you can't drive the wheel out of the path. The, it's just too, the rut is too deep. If anybody's ever lived where there are dirt roads, they know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. And so suddenly, you know, it's the road, not you, driving. You know, they're run, right. the road is running the show. And so in order to create a new habit, a new behavior, we need to start from scratch. It's not about changing an old behavior. It's about developing a new behavior, starting a new road. That's a, a totally pathway. different approach. It's a different approach. So it's not about resisting something, fighting something, working against something. It's really about creating something new. And what I found with my clients was they were eager to do something new and different. They were eager to approach a situation uh, differently, have a different conversation with their boss or their spouse or their kids, to not explode when their kids, you know, push their buttons, to stop eating, nibbling, you know, at 10 o'clock at night. And they were doing it out of habits. So they needed to create a new habit, but in order to do that, they needed to remember. And so oftentimes what I would tell clients is put reminders around. Put Post-it notes on your computer terminal uh, monitor. Put uh, Post-it notes on your dashboard. Well, that's great if you're in front of your Post-it note reminder when you're about to, to attempt to take, do this new behavior. But when you take your show on the road, when you go have that conversation with your boss in his or her office, when you're uh, not standing in front of your bathroom mirror trying to remember to stay calm, what do you do? So I designed uh, the New Leaf Touchstone bracelet, which, uh, Irene, you, I, I, you told me you're wearing yours. I'm wearing I'm mine. Wearing I absolutely mine. love it. Uh, and what they are is they, they're bracelets. They're designed to be very pretty, very fashionable um, reminders. So you put your bracelet on. And for, for men or non-bracelet wearers, I have pocket stones. And you take those and you charge them. You give them the power that you want them to have. So I have mine charged just to remember to breathe when I start to feel stressed. Oh, that's a good one. So, you know, and that happens, you know, 10, 12 times a day, if not an hour, when I'm really busy. 
Well, mine uh, stops me at the refrigerator door. Okay. So, yeah. So when you reach for that refrigerator door, you see that bracelet, and it says, Irene, you're going to go, if you, if you continue to open the refrigerator door, reach for a carrot. Yes. Not, That's exa- not the ice cream. You knew, yeah. didn't you? You knew. <laughs> I've been there, done that. <laughs> so it's a reminder because we are in autopilot so much that if we don't have some physical reminder that says, stop, remember your intention, make a different conscious choice, then our cart will be running down the path of least resistance before we have a chance, you know, before we know it. Right. I think this bracelet is just an absolute wonderful idea, and it's a, it's really a natural to, to remind, you know, I know people who tie strings on their finger, who yep. wear rubber bands, who do all kinds of things. This is pretty, but it's very, very functional. Tell people Tell people how they're made. I think that's a wonderful part of this, and how they get them. Okay, great. Well, let me tell you how they're made, which is just a special thing that was very serendipitous and and special for me. Um, I pay a group of at-risk adolescent girls uh, who are students at a therapeutic school about a half hour from my home to make them. And I meet with them and... um, I have designed most of them, although the girls have designed some of them. And it's part, it, it has become part of their turning over a new leaf as they're trying to learn better social skills. They earn some money. Uh, they know, they love making them because they're pretty and because they love knowing that they are contributing to other people's self-improvement as they're doing their own. So that's a very special piece of it. So thanks for asking about that. And, and you know, that on my website. when you get the bracelet, you know that it's been made with love. You just know yeah. that. Yeah, you do. And you there's do not just a couple to choose from. There are a lot to choose from. Uh, I went a little nuts. There are about 40 designs. About <laughs> they're five beautiful. pocket stones, about 40 designs. <clears throat> and for uh, self-improvement blog visitors, and uh, show uh, listeners, we have a special 10% discount for anyone who visits the, blog, the uh, self-improvement blog and goes to my website from your website. And so there's a link on your website on the selfimprovementblog.com that will... Uh, get you to a landing page with a special discount code on my, blo- on right. my blog. On my blog, they just have to look for the picture of a bracelet. Great. Okay. And it's one of my pretty blue yeah, sapphire. Well, I change ones. it. Oh, you do? I, okay. I change it now and then, but it's it's the only picture of a bracelet. And if you click there, if you have to open it, but it, you know, you'll get the, the link right there. And you'll get the link, and that'll take you to my website, which is www.newleaftouchstone.com. Now, I wish every client of mine had one of these. I really well, you do. Know, you know how you can arrange that. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, um, and you can read more about the girls and more about change. And, and um, so, you know, one of the secrets is being intentional. You know, one of the things is to, to be intentional, be clear, to not try to do it, to make change in your life based just on willpower and, uh, you know, doing it alone. Because it's, it's a setup for 
disappointment. And once we try to do something and are not successful, we tend to to go down a notch in our self-confidence exactly. and our self-esteem. So I encourage people to buddy up, get support. Uh, it's one of my other, one of the other secrets to creating new habits is to, is to gain support of the people around you, people who are in the know, people who are professionals, people who are your friends. You know, if you're trying to change a behavior, uh, if you're trying to get into an exercise routine, even if you don't find anybody that'll walk with you or go to the gym with you, find somebody who will at least hold you accountable. Don't forget you're going. How did it go? Did right. It get up and go this morning? Because we're just, unfortunately, we are more readily accountable to other people than we are to ourselves. And that can change, and it does change as it you begin to. It does change when we get the goods, when exactly. we realize one small change. And it's the other reason why I say do one at a time, because one, one small change uh, really opens the door to huge floodgates of change. It's amazing how, um, you, you know, how one small thing can just, it's like everything's on a string. Oh, and absolutely. When we make one change, we just ratchet everything up in our lives. And so that's the other help. One of the things I read that you wrote is, is this, change is hard because how we behave becomes our identity. I think that's a powerful statement. Talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, it's it's a little bit about what I said about conflicting identities or or conflicting priorities. So if we're someone who wants to quit smoking, you know, we identify ourselves as a smoker. Very often we say, I'm a smoker, not I smoke. So as a smoker, we hang out with other people who smoke. We, uh, you know, and usually that means we're outside because... Yes. um, Or at work, we take breaks with those people. You know, if we're someone who's overweight, we identify with a whole group of people whose life uh, might revolve in one way or another around food. So we might have a group of people who we go out for dinner with every Thursday night or go out to lunch with. Um, we share recipes with. We, so we have an identity around wh- what we do. And it's harder to change who we are, I am a smoker, than what we do, I smoke. Is uh, the fear there, if I quit this, then if I change this, who, will, who I will I be? Who will I be and who will I hang out with? Who will my colleagues be? Who will my uh, social circle be? Exactly, exactly. I have an identity as a professional. If I change careers, uh, you know, I know doctors who have become uh, coaches. I know doctors who have become artists. I know attorneys who have become um, fitness gurus. But it takes something. It takes a great deal of courage. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of it's okay I am not my profession. I am not my behaviors. I do my behaviors. So we have to learn to value ourselves for who we are inside, what we bring, what our talents are, what our passions are, 
and then do things that in, that that reinforce those, that encourage those, but but not identify with them, and be able to be okay and have a strong identity outside of the of the behaviors. I, I, I want to talk a little bit about how you help people go about doing that, but guess what? It's time to take another short break. We'll be right back. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Cindy Lochran for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America World Talk Radio. Stay tuned. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Are you looking for tips, tricks, secrets, and techniques that you can use anywhere, anytime, on virtually any problem? Tune in to Magic at Your Fingertips with EFT virtuoso Teresa Bolin. You are a divine manifestation of love and light. Take back control of your life and create the life that you want using EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You'll overcome the obstacles that stand in the way of living your heart's desire. Magic at Your Fingertips airs live at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. in Japan on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. We all lead busy lives, and sometimes we think we can't take care of our health. We battle food addictions, time restrictions, and media conflictions when it comes to our health. Now, you can tune in to the Dare to be Healthy show with host Alia Almoayed. Good health comes to those who dare to take the leap into the amazing world of natural healing. Find out what it's like to look and feel great. And finally, live your life to its maximum potential. Let Alia and her guests show you how. Dare to be Healthy is broadcast live Mondays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show with my guest, Cindy Lochran. We're talking about change. Cindy is a coach par excellence. We've been talking about how change becomes, uh, how um, our, some our, of our habits become our identity, and it's hard to change. Um, how do you deal with helping people change their identity, Cindy? How do you even start? Mm. Well, one of the things that we spend a lot of time on is identifying our inner voices. You know, that constant chatter that goes on, our self The committee? The committee, exactly, exactly. And I suggest to people that they amass uh, a board of advisors rather than a, than a board of directors and a, a chair, you know, with... with with the chairman of the board. Yeah. yeah, with you as the chairman of the board. And the board of advisors' job is to tell you what's great about you. Ah, so nice. One of the things that stops us is that we have so much inner chatter going on, 
so much, uh, you know, I, I, I have a story that I tell to a lot of my clients, and we don't have time for it now, but we talk about chicken yard talk. And we talk about chicken yard talk versus, versus, versus flying like an eagle. So a lot of what has to change for us to make changes is for us to change how we talk to ourselves. And that's also related to the identity. So we need to change the messages that we send to ourselves and change what we believe. And we are much more likely to believe our negative self-talk than our positive self-talk. And how do they verify that their talk is right on target? Do you do that with them? Um, how, do they, how do they test it out and say, yeah, this works, but yeah, maybe not this? Well, you know, change is a lot of trial and error. So one of the things that we do, and I have to do it myself, there, you know, on my bad oh, we days. We all do. And I do have them. I do have bad days. And I just, I get down on myself and I think about um, things that didn't go well. And I have to stop and look at, make a list. List five things that you're proud of. List five things that have occurred for you in the last two weeks that you've been really excited about. And spend some time focusing on those things. Even if they're tiny, even if they feel really, really insignificant. Like I was able to get myself out of bed today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I put a, I put a great meal on the table for my family last night. I, I fixed, you know, I changed the light bulb that's been out for a week. <laughs> yeah. You know, those are the kinds of things that say, you know what, I can do this one step at a time. Because what begins to happen when we start to focus on our successes is that our happy, happy adrenaline, our happy hormones start to get released. So there is a philly, physiological impact that gives us a surge of energy that, that propels us to keep going. And it's like a snowball. It grows. And it's like a snowball. Absolutely. So the first thing is to really look at, look back at what are the successes that you've had and ask yourself, why is it that you focus on what's wrong and what's missing instead of what's good and what's there? Isn't it interesting that most people will say, what's sure the matter do. with me? Sure, when they make a mistake, they say, what's the matter with me that yeah. I did that instead yeah. of, oh, we do, oops. we do nine things really well, and we mess up one thing, and we just can't get that one thing out of our minds. Well, we reinforce it all And day. we reinforce it, and we pound ourselves into the ground. And so, so one thing that I do is I really ask them to get very concrete about things that they feel good about, that they've accomplished, that they're proud of, and to write those things down. I'm big on writing things down because when we're not in a good place, it's difficult to go fishing in a pool of dirty water to find, find the good stuff, to, you know, to find the fish. Exactly, exactly. But if we've written it down on a nice, crisp, clear piece of paper where we can reach in and, and, and you know, look at it in hard copy it's easier to find it and believe it and, and, and move forward. 
Now, we have people at this point with clear goals. They've done some work with their own self-talk. They know where it, it is they're going. They may have changed their mind on a couple things, so things are clear now. But how... How impatient do they get? Do they, are they like Faruka in the chocolate fat, Charlie in the chocolate mm-hmm. factory? I want it now. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Well, we all want it now. Yeah. As as, and we live in a in a have it all, have it all at once. Every you know all the the, the uh, shows, TV shows, the mystery shows are all wrapped up and solved in an hour. And you know we've become an instant gratification society. So what we need to do is set up milestones bite-sized, measurable um, steps that we can take so that at the end of those we can acknowledge ourselves for the little steps and celebrate the little wins. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of the show The Biggest Loser. Oh, me too. Oh, I love it. And I look at these people who are losing 100, 200 pounds, and can you imagine if they didn't celebrate till they got to the end? Oh, they, I, I mean, it, it, they it, couldn't it do impossible. it. They couldn't possibly do it. So to me, that's a great model. Like every pound matters. Every step along the way matters. And so I suggest that people find ways to celebrate, to congratulate themselves, to take notice of the little steps along the way, and to find ways to celebrate and feel good about themselves. Yeah, you don't want the overweight woman celebrating with a chocolate sundae. Exactly but, right. Know, so pr- what is it that would make you feel uh, great and proud and pleased that's not something that reinforces it? So go out and buy yourself a little present. Go out and buy something that's going to make you look great in your new size. Go, yeah. uh, go for a walk around the block. Um, do something that makes you feel good. Create new habits. Can they enlist their family good. too? I mean, is, absolutely. You, it seems to me sometimes that if the husband would say, "Wow, you're really looking good," that she would be spurred on to do yeah. whatever. One um, of the things that I suggest to people in my coaching programs and uh, in uh, a lot of the, the blog posts that I do is that you amass what I call a support squad, and Different people in your life serve different purposes as support. So some are your partners in crime. Some of your are just your cheerleaders. Some are the people that give you information and resources. Um, because another thing that stops us from doing things is we want to do something. We don't know how. So we need to gather resources, information, um, the right equipment and materials to do things. Absolutely, and it's so important to ask for help. It's not a sign of weakness. It's Absolutely, sign not. of in- it's of- so much fun, much more fun. Yeah, it's a sign of, to yeah. me, strength and wisdom and all of those things. Yeah. So I encourage you know you know I, I think hiring a coach or finding a coaching group that works for you, or another kind of group. You know, Alcoholics Anonymous, Weight Watchers, women's support yeah. groups, divorce support groups, men's groups. Um, teams at work, spouses, neighborhoods, that's huge in helping you stay on track and uh, learn that doing it alone isn't the right way to go. Yeah, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to, and it's a lot more fun doing it in partnership with other people. Cindy, we're coming really fast up to the end of this show, so I would like for you again to tell people how to reach you. 
the name of your counseling um, business and any last things you want to leave okay. with our listeners. Well, a couple of things. My website is www.newleaftouchstone.com. On the, I think it's going to be on the 20th of December, I'm going to be doing a program, a teleclass, free teleclass, called uh, Making Your New Year's Resolutions Stick. I am not set up to take registrations yet. I haven't got the technical stuff done yet. But if anyone on the call is interested, if you go to my website and sign up for the eight secrets, uh, to creating new habits, it'll put you on my mailing list. And as soon as I'm ready for registrations for the free call, um, I'll send out an e-blast and uh, get you there. You can also get to the bracelets there and the pocket stones, or you can get to the pocket stones with the 10% discount coupon through Irene's blog, theselfimprovementblog.com. And we'll post the Urtana class on the blog as well, so oh, you know, we can reach. That would be great. I also have information about my coaching, coaching programs, uh, and uh, so forth. And uh, so welcome uh, people to go to my blog and find out more about me. And um, would love to help people make the changes they want to make in their lives in order to be happier, healthier, and more fulfilled. And now we know that Cindy has a dog. <laughs> and someone ringing the front doorbell. <laughs> my dog, Otis, who's also my humble companion. And with that, Cindy, I'm going to say thank you so, so much for being here with us today. Thank you from me and from the Self-Improvement blog. This is Irene Conlon saying goodbye for the Self-Improvement show. Join us again next week when we have as a guest Eric Putman. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.